In the name of the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Today we are celebrating the solemnity of the ascension of the Lord. And many emotions came to the apostles as the Lord announced that he is returning to the Father from whom he came. The apostles were afraid and sad at the, at the thought that they were not being able to see and be with the Lord anymore, even though the Christ told them that he had to go before the Holy, before the Holy Spirit came down upon them. In the first reading, we hear a recount of the words of Jesus Christ to the apostles. In a few days, you will be baptized with the Holy Spirit. And they did not at this time realize the meaning of these words, since they were unaware of the fire they were going to receive. The ascension is part of the plan of the Holy Trinity has for us. But for the apostles, this was a sad occasion as they remembered all the good memories of the time with the Lord. We see the normal human response that we all have as the, at the thought that we will not be able to see a loved person anymore. We hear in the first reading the intervention of the angels providing comfort to the apostles, asking them why they continue looking at the sky after our Lord had departed and also proclaiming to them the return of Jesus Christ in the same way that he departed. The ascension at first glance seems a great loss. That is, until the promise of the Father and Jesus becomes real reality. That is, the coming of the Holy Spirit, the paraclete. At his coming, the Holy Spirit has a fiery entrance. They see each other as if fire had descended over them. And yes, this is the fire of the love of God for us, his creatures. At the coming of the Holy Spirit that Jesus promised to the apostles when he said to them, in a few days you will realize, you will be, you will be baptized with the Holy Spirit, the once seen cowards during the passion of the Lord in Calvary are now proclaiming him with no fear, and now are fully capable of carrying their crosses and die so that they may follow the Lord. This same Holy Spirit came to, that came to the apostles is still present in his church, the body of Christ, of which all of us are form a part of. We see his influence in the many martyrs of the church, we see the apostles first, deacons, priests, and lay people dying for the church to maintain the truth that is Christ himself and giving us an example to follow, to entrust ourselves to the same Holy Spirit promised to the apostles. The Holy Spirit is present in the sacraments of the church. In baptism, the Holy Spirit is the one blessing the baptismal waters the same Holy Spirit is the one that also blessed the oils that are used during baptism, which are the oil of the catechumens and the oil of chrism. In the sacrament of confirmation, the Holy Spirit is present during the blessing of the confirmants and also blessed in the chrism oil. It is during this sacrament that we receive a greater portion of the Holy Spirit and his gifts in us are made visible. In the sacrament of communion, it is the Holy Spirit that transforms the bread and wine into the body, 
blood, soul, and divinity of Jesus Christ. And in, it is in this sacrament that we are closely united with Christ our Savior. In that moment when the consecration happened, which is called epiclesis, epiclesis is the invocation prayer that allows the Holy Spirit to make the saving actions of Christ real to us through the bread and the wine. In the sacrament of reconciliation, the Holy Spirit is the one who guides us to look at ourselves and acknowledge our offenses to God. And it is also the one that guides our penance prayer. The Spirit, too, comes to the aid of our weakness, for we do not know how to pray as we ought, but the Spirit itself intercedes with inexpressible groanings. In the sacrament of matrimony, it is the Holy Spirit that gives the couple the grace needed to live out the sacrament of matrimony. Without grace, we cannot be Christ to our beloved. We are fallen, self-centered, and broken people. We need God's grace to experience the fruits of the Spirit in our marriages and families. Without grace, we fail to be the persons that God has called us to be. In the sacrament of holy orders, those who receive the sacrament of holy orders and are ordained as bishops, priests, or deacons receive a sacramental character imprinted on their souls and special graces. The grace of the Holy Spirit bestowed on those being ordained unites them to Christ as priest, prophet, and king. In the sacrament of the anointing of the sick, the Holy Spirit gives God's grace. The Holy Spirit helps the sick to be strengthened spiritually against temptation, discouragement, and anxiety. These should be replaced by a sense of strength and peace. In the church, the Holy Spirit is credited with inspiring believers and allowing them to inter interpret the old sacred scripture and leads prophets both in Old Testament and New Testament. Christians receive the fruits of the Holy Spirit by means of his mercy and grace. It is the Holy Spirit that guides and strengthens the church and continues to guide us to remain faithful to the teachings of our Lord Jesus Christ. And all this happens to fulfill the words of our Lord Jesus Christ. The Spirit of truth, he will guide you to all truth. He will not speak on his own, but he will speak what he hears and will declare to you the things that are coming. So I implore you, dear brothers and sisters, pay attention to the guidance of the Holy Spirit. It is through his guidance that we will be transformed into what we are called to be, saints. The closer that we are to the Holy Spirit, the closer that we are to sainthood, to, and the farther that we come to, and the farther we come to the Spirit of the Word, which is not the Holy Spirit, and the farther that we come from the Spirit of the World, which is not the Holy Spirit, but the Spirit of Evil. Remember what the, that the Lord said: "I will no longer be in the world, but they, but they are in the world." while I come into you. Holy Father, keep them in your name that you have given me so that they may be 
one just as we are. These same words that were spoken for the apostles are also applied to us. We are in the world where we are called to belong to the Father in heaven, and thus we are destined for heaven. In conclusion, we, as the apostles did, are remembering the ascension of the Lord, and just as the apostles did also, we are called to remain in fasting and prayer until we receive the blessings of the Holy Spirit at Pentecost. And again, just as the apostles received the fire of the Holy Spirit in their hearts, so we may also receive the same Holy Spirit in our own hearts and can become the light of this world.